0: Heart been so cold that I don't feel it all. Scarred up inside, so I built all these walls. I head rolling back, but I'm faking. The we are back kicking it stateside episode number 24 coming at you we have a special midweek games this week we got games that happened tuesday that we'll talk about we got games that happened yesterday and we have a game today i love midweek games we have wolves in liverpool to kick off or to kind of uh end the week 24 um week here um what is going on, my friend? I'm sorry I didn't even uh, say my usual hellos. That's
1: okay. If they don't know by now, I'm I'm here. I know. I'm I, here, guys. <laughs> don't worry. I, I was just like,
0: <laughs> my mind was just like focused on saying what I had in my head. But yeah. So um, yeah, um, we got some good games or to, pr- uh, to kind of talk about um, that happened on Tuesday, Wednesday, as well as kind of our usual hot topics and since this weekend there's going to be no um league games uh we got some FA Cup talk and we'll kind of go over some of the uh we'll go over the games but we'll kind of just touch the the Premier League, I guess, teams. Yeah,
1: we. I mean, a lot of them are in there, and right. they're not really playing each other yet for the most part. I think so. there's
0: only – I think Southampton got knocked out, right? And I think someone else. I think there might be two Prem teams that didn't go on. Yeah,
1: so there's a lot of Prem teams in that going on. Um, we'll have the Wednesday, January 29th game too. But, I mean, what is there really to talk about? Was that pool and uh, Liverpool in a West Ham makeup game? I mean, yeah, that's, that's pretty much uh, we can say what's decided there ahead of time.
0: Yeah, absolutely. What else? But yeah, any of the hot topics we got coming on in the uh, the second half. Uh, there's some MLS news also that we, at least, probably the biggest news that we've had thus far in the MLS season. Our boy Chicharito going to LA Galaxy. Uh, We'll kind of dive more into that once uh, we get to the second half.
1: Yeah, and I feel like uh, we're going to need a uh, MLS preview show coming up within the next
0: month or so. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Like we said uh, last week, that uh, this week was the time to get the MLS teams uh, back. To their home cities and kind of get their fitness up to speed and then most teams next week will head down to warmer climates florida and to get actually on a field yes and maybe play some uh some you know preseason games
1: and we open up right on february 29th
0: yeah going right into march 1st so the mls season is vastly approaching i know it's uh we haven't we kind of started this podcast when the mls season was you know winding winding down kind of in the back end of it but now that we have a full season we're gonna probably hit a little bit more as you know that season starts up and we can talk about it a little more each week as we kind of get uh into that March April May kind of the meat of the uh MLS schedule I guess you could say yes yes but um So yes,
1: and FIFA or Fortnite, yes, Watford does play their FA Cup game today.
0: Ah, uh, that's right. The uh the makeup I guess there was rain or something. Yeah, against Tranmere. Tranmere Robas.
1: So and the other Prem team out would be the Wolves losing to his Man United one nothing. Oh, that's right. Back in uh, mid January there. So that's the only the, the two teams that are ousted. Right on. So yeah, lot lot to talk about today. Still, even though we're in a weird midweek. Yeah, it's oh, oh, actually Palace too. Sorry, oh, Palace, is Palace, out Palace too. lost to Derby. Palace is out. Palace lost to Derby. Ooh, yeah.
0: Eh, Derby's not always a bad uh without bad Rooney? Out. without Rooney. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh no, Rooney was in the lineup. He was in that lineup. He was in the lineup. He was in that lineup. So he is fulfilling his player coach role.
0: I was gonna say I'm pretty sure he has an assist already this year.
1: Yeah, he's kind of. It looks like they kind of have him in like a central defender, midfielder spot. So. I'm pretty
0: sure he probably has free reign to go wherever the hell he really wants to on the field. I'm gonna yeah, say. Yeah, I'm sure. He's a bit of a drifter, so he's like, I'm just gonna go. <laughs> if the ball needs to be, you know, if we're playing out of the back, I'm gonna go receive it.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was a game that it looked like um, Milovojevic got a red card in the 63rd minute. As they were already trailing one nothing, and Derby was able to hold on, so that's pretty cool.
0: Good for Derby Kante. Eh?
1: <laughs> yeah, sorry,
0: Palace. <laughs>
1: sorry, Crystal Palace DC. Kind of forgot about that one, so.
0: Yeah, Palace Eek. is, um, I don't even know. But, I mean, that could be a good segue into our uh, Week 24 breakdown here. Yes, let's get at it. Uh, we had Southampton getting back on track, the Saints getting back on track, two nothing against Palace. Uh we saw another Stewie Armstrong goal for him. He seems to find the uh yeah, where the he, back of the net where recently. Where did he
1: come from?
0: I don't even know, but he's no stranger to it. I mean it's I think this back to back weeks that he's uh he's scored, Mr. Armstrong. And you see uh, Nathan Redman get a goal as well for the Saints. And now Southampton's all the way up to ninth. Crazy. After they were in the bottom three. I was going to say the first month and a half, it wasn't looking so good for Ralph Hassenhutel and the Bays, but uh, they seem to be uh, playing some good ball. I saw that they won uh, five of their last seven for Southampton. And it's crazy. It's really crazy.
1: Because it's not like they made any changes. They didn't really add anybody. No one came back healthy. It was just kind of like they found out.
0: i say maybe that, like, uh, the little bit of lull in the beginning of the season, just getting, you know, shaking off the rust, I guess you could say. And then, obviously, the ascension of Danny Ings being so integral to that team has kind of uh, made them, I guess, rise up the table. And um, right now, I mean, who's to say they can't finish, you know, top eight, top six, if they yeah. keep on rising up, because I believe Ralph Hasson is a great coach. We've he even has his beard rocking. I saw. <laughs> yeah, looks like a freaking silver fox out there. He must be My cold. God. Must have been oh so on the coast. That, it's that, a little chilly.
1: Yeah, that time of the year. So <laughs> had to add the beard, and at this point, you can't shave it. He's immaculate. It's like an NHL
0: playoff beard, man. It really you, is. You got to
1: keep that thing growing because five of seven. He's like, I'm going to keep it, baby. <laughs> yeah. let's go. Yeah,
0: absolutely. But yeah, I'm I'm happy for the Saints. I know, I've st- I've stated this before. They were my Sheffield before Sheffield was. Yes, Sheffield. <laughs> if that makes any sense. It does to me. But yes, once <laughs> with Southampton. Let me kind of preface everything. When Southampton first came up um, in the Prem, when they had like Lalana and Luke Shaw was supposed to be the next big you know left back, and it was like oh here we go. That Southampton team was fun to watch. I was gonna say that ben, Van Dyke was there, yeah. right at the time. Um, yeah, when they brought in Mane, and now I feel like Sheffield is that team this year. Yeah. So that's what I mean by yes, Southampton.
1: <laughs> Southampton
0: was your Sheffield. Yes, there we go. Thank you. <laughs> I need the words to come out, but yeah. Um, what else we saw? We saw uh, our boys or your boys. I'm sorry, Bournemouth actually win a game. It's amazing. The boys are their first win, I believe, in at least, uh, I think they were 10 of their last 11 they lost. And this was a four-game losing streak that they snapped. Also a four-game goalless drought. It's been bad. And Harry Wilson seems to have maybe, I don't know. He, He just seems to be the most consistent player on the team, and he's not even a Bournemouth player. He's a Liverpool player. Yeah, that just happens to be there on loan, and the better
1: he continues to play, I'm sure they're going to look to get get him back
0: in the mix at some point. I was going to say, I would assume that I don't think Bournemouth would sign him because especially if Bournemouth goes down, that doesn't do Harry Wilson a damn bit of good. And I was going to say, he would probably have zero
1: interest inside. No, if they go down, he's just going to be released back to Liverpool and then they back can decide out, if they yeah, loan him back out or if they want to start running him with that second team because there is talks <sighs> yeah, that I Shakiri's know. moving on. So yeah. they would need a replacement um, in that kind
0: of sub-role there for like Salah or whoever. And it's just so funny that Liverpool still has Harry Wilson, like, waiting in the wings. Like, they don't even need him this year. Yeah. That's how incredible the poo has been. Yeah, just go ahead. But, (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, like, and I feel good for Eddie Howe, too. Like, I know we were saying that... It could be a job saver. His job is definitely, you know, whether, you know, is it right for Bournemouth to fire him because, you know, all he's done for the club and... You know, their losing streak, the, you know, has the players, you know, given up on him, that was the big thing. Yeah, it seemed
1: that they didn't. They seemed to bounce back, I guess. Maybe they realized what was at stake for him, too. Yeah. And that kind of got them going. And with their next game being with against Villa at home for Bournemouth again, it gives them an opportunity to maybe string a couple in a row. Yeah. But they do have a tough schedule that we stated on the uh, Saturday show coming up. So – We'll see. It was big for them to get on the board, though. They yeah. got their FA Cup game with Arsenal, so I'm going to be torn again. Oh but man. Obviously, I got to go with the Gunners on that one. And on, right the on the road. Right. Bournemouth is actually home at the Vitality. Oh 50K,
0: nice. Very nice. So. But yeah, we can uh, I know we did this on Tues. No. When do we do it? Yeah, Tuesday. We can kind of go down on the uh, some of the relegated oh, yeah. teams and I, look at their schedules said, coming up and kind of uh,
1: – I said Saturday because there was live action going on. Yeah. I wasn't thinking that that was a Tuesday.
0: Then that just screwed me up yeah. right there. I'm <laughs> Sorry. like, wait, Sorry Tuesday, about that. Saturday. Well, we Tuesday. did a
1: Saturday show this past we week did. too. And then a Tuesday with live games. We've been um, we've been running the gamut, oh, man. As they
0: say, so catching up for all that time we missed towards the end of the. Uh, That's true. 2019. We're caught up. I hope. Hopefully, hopefully, you aren't sick of our uh, stupid faces, but yeah, I don't know. I think Bournemouth. I don't know if one of the owners went down to the locker room and gave these, you know, players an ultimatum, or you know, said, you know what, if you don't start playing and getting your shit together, we're gonna fire Eddie. Yeah. Is that what you guys want? And, like, and is then that who what you knows want?
1: who they're going to bring in? Because they're not a club that's going to go out and get a big name manager. Nah, you're going to be stuck with some intern. I say they probably or... would have
0: promoted within.
1: Yeah, most likely, I guess, or <laughs> their
0: their uh, their youth team coach or something. <laughs> we already saw that with Hayden Mullins, and that never works out very well. You and Hayden Mullins. I always bring up Hayden. I feel like I'm going to set up like a uh, celebrity boxing match between you <laughs> and
1: Hayden Mullins. <laughs>
0: bring it on. Yeah,
1: bring it on. Only up. if it's
0: on uh, U.S. soil. I don't want to travel to London. Right. Well, maybe I
1: would. You're not willing to go on the road for that battle, huh? Nah, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I like the home field advantage, right? me and him.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, um, I think it's great. You know, the Cherries finally getting uh, a nice needed win. And then on the other hand, Brighton, you're starting to be like, oh shit, like we need to start putting, we need to start stringing some games together here, yeah, because we're gonna be on the other side of that relegation. I said that, yeah, uh, big plays, games, what up, doggy? Well done, Burnley. He said, oh man, we're gonna have a
1: fight between uh, fans going on here. Hey,
0: big plays, let's not let's not get too carried away. Our, <laughs> our boys just uh, just shit the bed against the ten man Arsenal team. So, but we'll get into that as well.
1: Hey, to our five current viewers, if you are not followers, please click the follow button. We love having you as viewers, and we appreciate it. Please give us a follow as well. Absolutely. Share with your friends.
0: Man City, I guess, you know, against Sheffield, 1-0. You see uh, Mr. Aguero, the most lethal man in the league.
1: As dubbed by us, and he's he's fit the bill right away. Yep. Scoring what four and two games now, right after we made that statement, mm-hmm. and he's right on Mister Vardy's heels. I was gonna say, boot. and or now is he one behind now,
0: I believe so. And Jamie is still struggling with fitness. I think recently, yeah, and missing the PK hurt him, and
1: like we said, you take those PKs out too, and it's it's even closer. But
0: yeah, it's uh, man. I mean, we had such such high hopes for Jamie to uh, come away and maybe stave away like Aubameyang we thought maybe would catch him. But obviously Aubameyang missing three games is uh, kind of hurting his uh, run at the golden boot race. And now all of a sudden Aguero's out of Pep's doghouse or whatever the hell was going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's scoring in clips again. So it's like, fuck. Yeah, you
1: never know what you're going to get in this league. And there are definitely guys that, out of nowhere can run a stretch of, you know, three, four, five goals over two, three game span. And right now it looks like no lead is safe with that uh that
0: golden boot race. No lead is safe. Jamie needs to keep adding to it. Yeah, I know, and he's uh his hamstring I guess has been bothering him or something like that. Some muscle problem I think he's uh he's struggling with a little bit here. So hopefully Jamie can get well because I don't want to see him miss time, and then that pretty much ruins his uh, his chances to come away with that golden boot.
1: Yeah, and I want to see Lester continue to stay up in the top four and be competitive and possibly even a top two spot over City. So they're going to need him to get rolling again for that to happen.
0: For sure. And um, I guess the only other thing, um, in the Man City-Sheffield uh, game, we saw uh, LaPorte, Almerica LaPorte, his first appearance since his – uh. A little nasty of an injury back in September. I was going to say, we're so, going on
1: a couple months now. So
0: Good to see him fit. Yeah, and that changes that
1: whole dynamic of that team, and it prevents them from having to worry about maybe adding at the transfer window um, as much. I feel like they're still going to need to add on defense because there are rumors about some people leaving. Right. Um, and they could definitely use the depth there, which they found out early this year. Not having that depth has definitely hurt them. Because I feel like the games that they did lose to teams that they probably shouldn't have were while guys were out with knocks and stuff like that. So, Absolutely. Trying to play central defenders in that center back spot. Some can do it, um, but it's still not a familiar spot, and there can be mistakes made.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think it just, again, the depth makes a world of difference when you have a, a at least um, a pretty strong center back in Laporte anchoring Anchoring your back line, yeah. Instead of you know, Odamendi or John Stones stupid ass. <laughs> Bournemouth can have Oli, yeah, for sure.
1: Don't be hating on John Stones, he's about to be a gunner.
0: Nah. You got you got a uh, Jerome Boateng in your sights, dude. I would. Uh, That'd be stupid. Why? He's slow as fuck. I know, and he's old. He's on the other side of. It. He is on the downslope. You don't want a guy like that. But he's Jerome Boateng, like. I know, but it's not the Jerome of old. I don't know. I don't think. I wish. I wish no ill will to Arsenal, and I would not want to see Jerome Boateng go to Arsenal. That's not what they need. Imagine if they had Boateng in Papa. That's like the slowest center back pairing it, in the history of put the it Premier this way. League.
1: It. it Jerome Botang is still a step above
0: David Louise. Mm. Has to be. Sort of.
1: Has to be right now.
0: I'd like to see that. Yeah. The I numbers.
1: Don't know. I, I mean, that's something I would. And have... Botang
0: struggled with fitness the yeah. past couple of years. No, I know. Too. I would have loved to see
1: this move like five years ago. Oh, the prime of his career, sure. Yeah, but there was no pulling him from Byron at that time, so. We'll see. You know these rumor mills are going to be kicking, kicking, kicking. And...
0: Oh, now that we're getting into the almost the last week here of the uh, January window, it's going to be yeah,
1: and it's, it's ramped up. It's been relatively quiet in the prem side of it. There's been movement around the sport, but not a whole lot going on. Uh, that... I mean, we
0: could talk more transfer window stuff uh, down down the down the line here. Yeah. Uh, What else we got? We got Newcastle and Everton had a 2-2 draw. Moes Keen gets his first goal in the Prem. Told you guys. 22 appearances later, finally scores. Told you guys. Get him in there. Get him some time.
1: Don't, Don't put him out there for 10 minutes at an end of a game.
0: Honestly, I saw the replay of his goal, and I could have scored that. Yeah, but... He, like, had a bunch of time. He gathered himself and was, like, even nervous. And then he was, like, nervously hit it. I was <laughs> like, oh, my God. Like, what do I do? What do I do? I That's what he... he was so wide open. He was like. Mm-hmm. I haven't
1: touched a ball in three months Yeah, I was outside like, oh. of the
0: training ground. I was like, please just put it away. Yeah. That was good <laughs> for him, though. Yeah, he need to see the ball go the back. Of the... Uh, $27.5 million right there, baby. But we've also talked about another man on the other side. In, at Newcastle, Mr. Jolinton Jolintin, or the fuck you say it, he can't score either. No. So waste of money maybe. There's two guys that are struggling. You know, Moza Keane, he doesn't always play. And Jolintin, yeah. Yeah. he does well, play and doesn't score. But well, with
1: Linton, I mean, you can at least go back and say he's an 18-year-old kid. Yeah. Maybe it was a little premature. Big. Giving him, like, the keys to the keys to the car. Uh, right from the jump, I mean, he was starter striker day one. It wasn't like they weeded him in or worked him in behind some veteran. It was pretty much like you got to go out and you got to get all this goal scoring at 18 years old. You are now like yeah. Newcastle relies
0: on you. He basically had a um, an amazing year at Hoffenheim uh, last year, and yeah. then that kind of caught the eye of everybody because he's huge. Oh yeah, he's a huge guy.
1: Well, you got to get people that can like the team's got to be built for a guy like that.
0: Yeah, like that's
1: he's good in a like a two striker set where you can have one that works off the ball and is more mobile, and then him trying to get himself into positions where wingers can send the balls in. They didn't have very good wingers play early in the year either. Nobody that was putting the ball on his head or put him in a position to score, and he's not a self creator really. No, not at all. That wasn't maybe the right fit right now. He's a kind of a guy that would strive in like a Liverpool system where you have these backs just sending balls left and right into the box.
0: Right, yeah. But it wasn't the case. Well, Al like actually scoring instead of (laughs) like crying. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Yeah.
1: It's nice to see him actually uh, doing something. I know. I was happy to see him. Absolutely.
0: And that was the first game he didn't score in four games. But his delivery's still not there. Like his wing play – he's speedy, he's speedy, I mean, I guess the big thing that we're even not even like talking about is the way that Newcastle even came back to tie, yeah, two ninety some minute goals, and like what the hell, yeah, same guy, um Florian Lejeune with two late minute two ninety four ninety five minute goals It's impressive <laughs> it's impressive <laughs> to draw that it's almost disappointing for everton, honestly, oh, to be up in pretty much the last two minutes of the game. got comfortable. And got comfy. You and can't do
1: that in this league. You got to play till that final, final whistle. Everybody knows that. I've seen there's been too many opportunities or too many chances where it's been, like, flipped the other way. Yeah, agreed.
0: What the fuck?
1: <laughs> you need a new... Uh, I think need, I do. You need a new set? Because this guy sucks. Never lack of technical difficulties in this there's business. always technical shit there's always something going on i swear
0: yeah give me these good guys yeah It's fucking this so you're sucks, using I those guess.
1: old school ones
0: oh these are the ones in there yeah i don't
1: even know how they made their way in here i guess the show's with multiple people so now we have fifa fortnite and big play games They're arguing with it. each other over their fandom of our show which I I'll take it, man. Wow. To have any anybody, you know, saying who's the bigger fan. Guys, we're all
0: big fans here.
1: Well, let let me call out FIFA or Fortnite then, buddy, cuz you weren't here last week and I've been playing Fortnite and me and Big Play Games are Fortnite friends, even though we haven't had the opportunity to play a game with each other yet. Yeah. So, if you hit me up on the Twitter, if you have Twitter, I don't know if yep. you have Twitter cuz I know you're a younger gentleman. Um, but if you do and you hit up the K-State side page in the Messenger, I will send you my Fortnite tag, and you can jump on. My son plays as well. He's six. So you can hop in, and we all—I'm I'm trying to put a cool team together. <laughs> squad. Fortnite. Trying thing. to play squads, yeah. Have, like, an eight-man squad. Sheesh. That's what's up, guys. Ah, uh, he said no. He's
0: not in for it.
1: All right. All right, well, if you don't want to play, that's okay. We still oh, love you as a fan. We appreciate you.
0: Absolutely, man. Thank so, you.
1: Always playing, uh, <laughs> playing at nighttime here. So might
0: not work with your I was hours say, anyway. Different different nights.
1: Yeah, it'd be like one a.m. your time by the time we're playing. So,
0: for sure. Uh, what else we got? Oh, Villa with a nice comeback win over Wofford.
1: Yeah, we Wofford's s- first kind of hiccup since yeah the,
0: the little run they've been on. Yeah, they've been on a, a seriously good run, like four or five, winners of four or five here, and then, you know, looking good early, and then all of a sudden Villa, you know, Douglas Louise, I feel good. It was a good good to see him score too, which is awesome because he's another one that they really have, they wanted to rely on, even last year, I think he was, him and um, Johnny McGinn were really, like, the ones that they needed to, I guess, step up this year. And Douglas Louise has kind of been quiet, I guess, this year so far. And also if if you see, if you go back and watch the uh, the goal, it's pretty awesome. He he jumps into the uh the Villa supporters section. I'm like, oh man, that's so that's so sick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, damn. I feel good. But oh, good yeah. for him. Yeah, absolutely. Great for him. Great for Mr.
1: Tyrone Mings too to get the game winner late. Um and get Villa some points. Much much needed points. They'd been on a little bit of skid themselves. Yeah. And I know they were missing him, so they were glad to have him back and, and contributing to the team at full what looked like full health. So
0: Yeah, they just need someone besides Jackie to uh Mr. Grealish to uh, step up and score some goals here. If they're expecting to stay up yeah otherwise they might be in a little trouble but again we'll kind of go over those bottom couple what the schedules are going to be looking like for uh, some of those teams
1: yeah we were looking around the bottom five or six on tuesday and kind of seeing who might last who might not made a few predictions on that so we'll definitely talk about that
0: right on man um what else we got oh of course our two teams chelsea arsenal tough for you it really was. It was actually, a. will take it as a dub for Arsenal, considering oh, yeah. everything
1: that was happening in that game, being on the road, being a man down, to be able to pull
0: back and get a draw. i say as an Arsenal fan, I would be ecstatic. Yeah. To even get that because.
1: I think everybody is in that locker room, in that
0: fan base. David Luiz, you know, gets sent off. Against Chelsea of all teams. Of course. At Stamford Bridge. But, again, wasn't really his fault.
1: It wasn't. He was covering for a Mustafi
0: buddy. had a terrible back pass. I'm not really sure what the hell he was doing. He hit it with his purse. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it was like, well, Tammy's one-on-one with uh, <laughs> Burn, And then Dad Louise just t- basically tackles him.
1: Yeah. He didn't really have much of a choice
0: there. No. So, so. sent off. Uh, Jorginho converts the penalty. You're like, all right, one-nothing. You know, up a guy. Don't really get much in the first half. Second half. You know, Conte slips. Martinelli blows right by him. That kid's gonna be good. One on one, he outpaces everybody. Puts in the back in that great finish. By the way, he is good. I really, I think that's one bright spot. I think and Saka yeah. for Arsenal. I think.
1: Oh, there's a lot of good. Youth a lot of on young guys. Team.
0: The Turk is. Are they gonna take the Chelsea
1: motto? And yeah. What's been working for them and continue these guys. Or are they going to go spend a whole bunch of money and then bury these guys or loan them out somewhere and lose them? Right. Because I'm really liking the youth movement in this team, and I'm hoping Arteta does too and continues to build around them as opposed to replacing them with high-priced vets.
0: Yeah, I think, again, I believe that people you know, have seen how Chelsea has been playing well. I mean, Chelsea's just... Definitely struggling big time right now with the injuries and I think just the the inexperience of the team in, in general. And now we see Tammy's probably gonna be possibly out for a little bit. So they desperately need to make a, a January move here because you're already down pool sick. So the offensive depth is pretty much out the window. Yeah. And Mason Mount has been a shell of himself, I believe, in the past maybe month. I want to say,
1: yeah, he didn't look. He didn't
0: even start. And when he was had time in that game, like late in the game, he
1: just he had to look on his face like he was a little like lost or something. Yeah,
0: it's uh, again with these young guys, just the confidence thing as well. Uh, You know, you're not playing in the championship anymore. You're playing for Chelsea, in the Premier League, and I mean. Some of the the big clubs are always going to have a target on your back. It doesn't matter, and especially in a, in a London derby. I mean, it is what it is, right? I mean, but now it's just like, where do Chelsea turn as far as you know help outside the uh, the club? I know Musa Dembele, this guy, the Moussa, the a younger Musa Dembele, in France. I believe he's on Lyon. They're looking at him possibly. I still think they should sure up defensively as well I mentioned Koulibaly I know his price tag is going to be super high or Napoli is going to hold out for something really insane and I think the price tag that they're going to ask for is a little high for his age I think if that was the case you know four years ago or three years ago when he was first brought up yes but now as he's approaching you know his 30s it's going to be way too high and he's probably going to stay at Napoli forever but
1: I, I really hope not.
0: Yeah. I just don't know. I don't know what this Chelsea team really needs. It's kind of um I just I'm blaming it on inexperience, I guess. Because Christensen and Zuma are not the right pairing and neither of them should be playing at all, I'm sorry to say. Um I don't know if Tamori's hurt or what the hell's going on, but Rudiger, you know, he's coming off injury too. You know, Aspil yeah, he scored, but he's not the same anymore.
1: No, he's been looking a little bit better. And their late, left back but...
0: situation fluctuates. You know, they get Emerson. Sometimes Alonzo's been inconsistent. It's tough. It's it's trying times for us Blues, okay? <laughs> Higuain. Nah, no, we had Higuain before. He's a bum. No, come on, big plays. Let's think outside. Let's think bigger. Bale and Higuain? Nah. Bale's days in the Premier League are done. He's going to China eventually.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: China or MLS (laughs) Yeah, is probably it. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he hasn't fit in well in Spain. It seems to be that way. I just think he doesn't really care anymore, whether that be Madrid or just about soccer in general. I'm not really sure what the case is with him. He's kind of an odd an odd bird. He it seems like he would rather play golf than play on the pitch. Shakiri? Duh. Alright. Well, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just uh losing my shit.
1: Nah, so well when we're doing this,
0: we're kind of like
1: answering questions and going back and forth.
0: This is what we do. No, no, no. So the Lester Foxes. What's up the Um, they're back they're back they finally get back on track they bounce back with a nice four spot against a West Ham team who seems to be uh, one of those clubs that are trending downward and again we're going to get into the schedule of West Ham because as was brought up to us on Tuesday's show um, West Ham's schedule is a gauntlet and I think their next 10 games, I think they have maybe one winnable game, I think we determined, right? It was yeah. something like that. Yeah. It was like, bad. Like on paper, definitely uh, one should be win. Yeah. Right. They have Liverpool twice in the next, I think, four weeks. Um, obviously, they have a the makeup game, which I think should just be Counted as a win for liverpool it's just like (laughs) oh whatever you know yeah
1: they really should just like they should push that back even i think that would just be
0: i think that should have just been like maybe if they really needed uh, right they should have been a tiebreaker or something yeah like we'll save that one in case somebody's
1: either about to get relegated or they need it to close out uh, the season
0: right but you know so be it um but yeah, you know, uh, Harvey Barnes gets on the board, Pereira gets on the board, and then Ayoze Perez gets a late brace to make things even worse for West Ham. Um, the penalty, Iheanacho, again, given his opportunity, races in, into the box, gets bundled over, basically, by Ogbona. <laughs> and AOZ converts, and the Foxes are now officially back. They Only are... bad thing... Jamie Vardy still is dealing with something, some injury. He picked up a knock, what, three weeks ago, and then now I think he re-aggravated it again, and it's just, it's almost like a, a curse here because, you know, Jamie, he was having a a record season, you know, scoring 16, right, by um, the halfway point, and he had a, a pretty solid lead on the golden boot race, and then now all of a sudden it's just down the tubes, and Aguero's in his rear view. Obviously, still Aubameyang's right up there, but...
1: Well, Jamie just goes so hard.
0: Yeah. Like,
1: your body's going to take... It's going to take a toll on your body.
0: Oh, of course. Absolutely. Are you serious? It's... um, I guess it's not his hamstring, which is good, because I guess, you know, obviously we've seen hamstring injuries in all sports become just a a nagging thing. But obviously, you know, he felt something not right, took himself out. So hopefully we wish the best for Jamie. Hopefully he gets back soon and gets back to that goal-scoring way. And, you know, the Foxes can keep, you know, climbing and keeping that second place tight with Man City. I know they basically are, what, eight points ahead now of Chelsea for third and only three behind City, Man City. So...
1: Yeah, that's uh, ultra, ultra competitive right there. City creeped way back up real fast. So Yeah, they're only three behind. So they sh- they should be set for that second or third spot. Should be, right. Should be, unless some epic collapse happened. We got a goal in the Liverpool game already. We do. Jordan Henderson.
0: There you go, Jay Hendo. one nothing.
1: Getting on the board for the poo. Yeah, you figured that's happening. Yeah. What was our score prediction in that one? Um, How did we actually do... Oh, we can give a little update to yeah, our peoples. Yeah, because I, I didn't write down any of these midweek score predictions um, from that show.
0: Oh, so we each got a point for, obviously, Southampton Palace, right? Correct. And then we each got a point for the City Sheffield. And then you got the four points for the draw of Chelsea Arsenal. You said 2-2. Two, two. Nice. And then I said 3-1 Liverpool. Um, over Wolves and you said two nothing, two nothing. So, which they've been winning a lot of two nothing games. Yeah,
1: that early goal though scares me now because they haven't. They've been winning two nothing games, but they've been scoring later to get one that early from Henderson.
0: Yeah, but you saw Wolves do that. Um, what was it? The game they came back. Yeah, they're down two nothing against two uh, Southampton, right? Southampton, and, and then they came back three, three in two. A row, so. so yeah. They start. They send us. Tend to start slow. They do, and they're at home at the Melanie.
1: Got a very interesting. I mean, you pretty much got the whole starting lineup for Liverpool in there too, which is.
0: And my lead is still twelve points.
1: Even with my pickup. Oh
0: yeah, because you had that
1: monster, monster yeah. weekend. So I really need this game. Yeah, I need a I need a two o Liverpool game to get it back down to single digits.
0: Let's go, poo. Meh, yeah, I'm rooting. I'm I'm rooting for Klopp, you know. <laughs> Watford one nil against Tranmere. Yeah, they got. Thank you, FIFA, Fortnite, for the update. Keep that update coming. Thank you, sir. Yes, they Watford.
1: If they don't win that game, man, against <laughs> Tranmere. Oh, put it this way, Watford a few months ago probably would have lost that game. Watford under Nigel Pearson, they have to win
0: that. Ah, they have to win that game. Yes, they do. So. And Tranmere is, I I think, League One, I want to say. Yeah, we looked. They were, like,
1: what, 12th or something in League One? They weren't even, like, a top. Oh, that was Shrewsbury. Oh, that was Shrewsbury.
0: Shrewsbury is 16th in League One. So that's the other one that Liverpool is going to run roughshod over. And I said I'm sorry to the Shrewsbury Town fans that are listening or have listened. I don't mean to come at your neck, but. You're only facing the best team in the world right now. So Yeah, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was the other one from yesterday? We got Spurs eking one out against the Norwich clan. You see Delhi, guy that need to step up. You got Sunny, guy need to step up. You called it. And well, it was it was the Sunny goal was weird. It was like Delhi like went to cross it and it like took our shot. Or, and it took, like, an insane deflection up in the air, and Sonny was just back post to head it in. Yeah. And then Pookie scored a PK.
1: Yeah, Pookie's PK actually was the game equalizer. Yes. And I was hoping that it might stay that way at least. That would have been a nice little birthday present for me, but...
0: Ses- Ryan Sessignon, the youngster, kind of impeded um, Max Ahrens, the youngster, from Norwich, and then Pookie converted. Yeah. But then Sonny... That damn sunny. sunny. I know.
1: And Spurs, uh, Spurs steal a win from a really bad Norwich team, which tells you the state of Spurs right now. At home against that team right now, and yep. you're you're squeaking out a two-one win. It's not a good omen. That's bad. What was there? A VAR or something? Because now, yeah, it's nil-nil. It was either a typo or a VAR.
0: <laughs> Don't get me excited about Watford Tranmere here. Come on. <laughs> Uh, what oh, else? I'm gonna look up Tranmere Rovers right
1: now. We are Tranmere Rovers, English League, offside. FIFA uh, Fortnite said twenty first out of twenty three teams in FIFA in a uh, English League One is Tranmere.
0: Ooh boy! Yeah, they're, so they're sitting in relegation. I forgot there are more teams in the lower leagues. Yeah, they're in.
1: I mean, they're the best of the bottom three, if that.
0: <laughs> if that's any consolation, I guess. Dude, talk about epically bad seasons. Bolton
1: Wanderers right now have seven points.
0: Yikes. In League One? Yeah. They are last in League oh, One. Oh, wow. Seven points. They're pulling a, a Sunderland. Just keep on dropping down. Remember Bolton was in the Prem? Remember Stu Holden was on that team? Yeah. <laughs> they're they're going to do the double dip. Because they are enough oh, games. Oh, triple dip. Yeah, triple dip. Triple, triple, You go down to League Two. You're yeah, in triple oh, dip. man. Triple dip. Fuck me. But um, one last game yesterday. Man City. I mean Man United. I'm sorry. Losing at home to Burnley. I'm sorry, FIFA Fortnite. It I, it had to be brought up. We're just doing the people what they want. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we got to talk about it. We have to give the people what they want. <laughs> we got to give the people what they want, and that's we got what, to talk about Man United. That's what we do. Losing at home Chris Wood, the Kiwi, my favorite Kiwi, to be honest. Beauty goal, Jay Rodriguez, the former Southampton stud. Beauty goal. I actually had the audio of this goal. I'd like to play it for all of you.
1: Advantage here, and they have 35 minutes to keep it or improve on
0: it. Wood,
1: Rodriguez, off. Oh! Screamer. Wow! He flashed that in.
0: The yep. hair
1: could barely twitch. Yep. And Burnley have a two-goal advantage. And then Oli the was looking all
0: bummed in. out and shit.
1: He gave that one almighty clout. <laughs> <laughs> well, I
0: mean, one almighty one, two, clout. Two Oh, my Lord, that was amazing. That was. But it was an actually a really good goal. It was, it was If you didn't see it, look it up. Jay Rodriguez is back, boys. What? That never happened. Oh, Jay Rodriguez was there, my friend. Don't even play silly. It was there. But, yeah, Man United. Um, I talked about this earlier in the week on Tuesday that um, – they were going to struggle without Marcus Rashford, and I think uh, point proven, Absolutely. no scoring, losing at home.
1: Yeah, it's, a, it's going to be a struggle. They need to figure something out real fast.
0: He has a nervous, the nervous emoji from uh, FIFA Fortnite. <laughs> you should be nervous, bro. You got a, you got the wrong manager in there, and your leading scorer is out for two months.
1: <laughs> Too bad he couldn't find a way to convince Pug to get into like a striker role.
0: Yeah. Because
1: that man can score, but I, unfortunately.
0: Even the defense, even like Lindelof and like McGuire, they were so solid. And now all of a sudden they look kind of like sketchy back there, you know?
1: Yeah. And Juan Basaka was having a really good year quietly, but I don't know. That defense should be way better, I feel like, than it is.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's concerning. It really is. Because now you're going to find yourself, yeah, Mason Greenwood, but... Can the 18-year-old, 19, whatever he is, can he do it all by himself? I don't know. I don't think so. But that's just my opinion. If they do well without him, that's great. I think applaud, but I still don't like Oli. I think he they could find a way better manager than this guy. Just my opinion. And just the game today. We got Liverpool and Wolves, um, like Brian said. Jay Hendo already got a goal, so Liverpool is up 1-0. Nothing. Early. 19th minute here. So, obviously, by the time you listen to this, the game will be over and you'll already know what happened. But I'm pretty sure that Liverpool's going to win. We're not going to say what the score. I, Again, I said 3-1. Brian said 2-0. And that's what we're going to go off of. But, yeah, so that's kind of the recap of the uh, Week 24 breakdown. And, again... When we come back from our little break, we will talk more about the FA Cup fixtures coming up this weekend, and obviously um, Watford and Tranmere, an exhilarating game. And also, we will have any hot topics, any transfer rumors floating around there, we will tackle and dive into, and any questions we have from the Twitch boys out there. So we will be back. Soon enough, there's the whistle. Here's a little funky-ass tune for y'all to get down to. Catch me on the second half. What's up, everybody? We're back. Episode 24, kicking it stateside, second half here. Uh, We'll just kind of roll along into these hot topics, any transfer news. We have, I saw, to start her off, I mean, this English, this young 16-year-old English kid that was at Barcelona, I guess, is going to Aston Villa. Yeah, that's awesome. Something Barry. Louis Barry, such an English name. Right? Louis Barry. But yeah, I saw that. I think that happened today. Spurs might sign a, another, a Brazilian, William Jose, unless he's Spanish. I'm not sure. Or Portuguese. They must love the Portuguese here. Well, you know. Uh, a Real Sociedad striker, William <coughs> Jose. <coughs> Moreno loves the Brazilians, the Portuguese. He's 28 years old. He is Brazilian. But he ha- he also has a release clause of 70 million from Real Sociedad. Oof. <coughs> Knowing Jose, he'll overspend overspend for an average 28-year-old Brazilian. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> just because he feels he needs to shake something up. Yeah, or honestly, they just need – I don't know. I don't think they really need striker. I think Delhi and Sonny can get the job done in um, goal-scoring roles, but I think maybe their midfield with Sissoko being hurt and, I mean – it's so like Loselso. He's been underperforming ever since he's been on Spurs, so I think they could use some help. This Bruno Fernandez, or did, did they sign? Who signed Gedson Fernandez? Spurs? Spurs. Okay. Yeah. So they did get some help. Yes. I haven't seen much of. See, I'm just getting fucked up with the Fernandez or the. Yeah, Fernandez oh, yeah. is here. The
1: Fernandez is the.
0: Gedson Fernandez got signed by Spurs. Bruno Fernandes is still, still out there by United, teetering with United. United. Yeah. Hey, Tranmere one nil. Nice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Man, Watford, come on! Don't lose this. Don't lose to this team. This would be such
0: a blow to your, um, your little, uh, your little confidence. Yeah, there. for real.
1: Unless they're just like, you know what? Fuck this. Let's get out of this tournament. Let's put all resources to make sure we don't get relegated. Yeah. Because that's always the possibility. Teams don't realize, like...
0: That could be the case. Yeah,
1: this this tournament means nothing if you get relegated down to the next league. You could win the FA Cup. It means nothing if you get relegated. So, at this point, they have one focus, and that is to not get relegated. It says, oh, yeah. Watford
0: know, is definitely playing this game like they don't give a shit. There's nobody in the lineup, is there? No. Yeah. Nobody you know. I mean... Andre Gray starting. Yeah. Jao Pedro. Callum Whelan. Joseph Hungbo. Oh, Domingos yeah. Quena. We're
1: going with squad
0: two all day in this game. Tom Deli Bashuri. Now,
1: again, squad two should be able to beat this Tranmere team. Should.
0: By Spencer Adams. Yeah, Academy kids, I guess. But
1: I guess they're pretty much mailed it in and said, fuck it. Interesting. We need to put everything we have towards the Prem. Interesting approach. Yeah. What's that, I mean, they what, just want to stay up, I what's guess. What's getting through one there. more round of the FA Cup really doing for you other than possibly risking an injury or tiring out guys that you're going to need to win some games, put some stretch together? You
0: no, know, I think you just want maybe just keep the confidence up by beating the hell out of a, a League One side. I, I don't know, know, but the last thing they can afford is like a uh, knock it, or something. In it's this basically game. what Liverpool did. They just put backups and their academy kids to start this game. Yeah. Basically the white flag, I would assume. But they can Liverpool can get away with that. Liverpool can. It's a little different, but But even look at
1: Liverpool. They tried to run their U twenty threes out in the caribou cup and got smoked five nothing to Villa.
0: So you could (sighs) tell they didn't really care there either. It's such a different like step. You can't even make the same like the U twenty threes is like not even close. Yeah. And they're and you're right, nobody is on the bench. They yeah. literally rested all their first teamers. Yeah,
1: they've pretty much mailed in that they do not care about this game.
0: But you're right they their academy kids and backups should be able to beat Tranmere to beat a bottom half English
1: League One team. Absolutely. But But, Hey, maybe that'll tell you a little bit about your academy too. I was gonna say maybe that'll we should rethink the structure you a little <laughs> bit. Yeah, looks like United's going after this 16 uh, year old Birmingham midfielder too, Jude Bellingham.
0: I saw that. So they're going to continue to try and I feel like work the youth movement. I feel like Man United's going to be in for a lot of people because they need the help. Yeah, like anything after they lost the that Holland signing, whether that was all him or them not pursuing hard enough, that could be a monumental miss. Yeah, especially fine. if Holland just continues to rip it up. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, Can you imagine (laughs) if he was on United right now? Yeah, I know. (laughs) That just speaks to... There's an article, I think, on ESPN about how Man United, since getting taken over completely by the Glazers in 05, I think, whenever Sir Alex basically stepped away, has not been the same United, and it's kind of sad. As they say, it's not your daddy's United anymore not. It's not there. There were so many empty seats at Old Trafford against Burnley on a midweek game. And then they showed a picture of when like it was the United of the United's when they were winning titles and it was like rocking and everybody was loving it and Oh yeah it didn't matter who you were United was basically the Yankees of you know the football world. And now the torch is being passed.
1: Yeah.
0: And they're getting surpassed on I just mentioned the Aaron Holland thing. He decided not to come. Maybe if it was your daddy's, you know, Man well, United, he would go there. These outside guys are going to want to see some kind of change. Yeah. The name Manchester United is not really resonating with a, the B, the big transfer people because Liverpool's surpassed them. Yeah. We see... <laughs> I just jumped out because <laughs> I was just reaming out Manchester United. Sorry, buddy. Dude, I'm we, sorry, dude. We're just being – we got to be I'm real. i real. That's what we're here for is to be real about it. I'm being it, honest, so. man. I'm sorry. I don't mean to hurt your feelings, but it's just it's, – it's a topic in the world. You go on any soccer, football website, podcast, people are talking about the – the fall of manchester united it just it's it is what it is man you know they don't have the right coach and i i'm not gonna no i'm just going to bed it is it ah. is it is late there all right brother well thanks for
1: watching man we'll see yep. you on the next one this was a late start for us so we appreciate you true that i hope this bruno fernandez thing works out because now moreno's coming
0: out and talking shit too of course he is He's got to talk shit about someone else's Mitch Fortunes. Yeah.
1: One thing uh, we didn't talk about was, uh, I guess there was a recent dinner hosted by uh, President Trump Tuesday night, and the head of FIFA, Gianni Infantino, was there. Mm -hmm. And basically, I don't know if he was blowing smoke up Mr. Trump's ass or what the deal was, but he basically came out and said the United States is on the verge of becoming
0: a great soccer power in the world. That's not true! (laughs) <laughs> i did see that yeah i don't know about that there's still there's still some time to uh evaluate that whole whole process yeah i think uh i don't know they still
1: have some work to do There's.
0: Uh, we'll see how the u.s team does here coming up with the world cup and if we even goddamn qualify
1: yeah, I mean, hey, we're at least guaranteed a spot in twenty twenty six.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we host. Thank so, God.
1: You know, we got six years to get that one together. Mm, man, um, but yeah, we're we're running out of time. We got two years here till this next one, and really a year and a half. It's approaching, man, to get it together, get qualified, and you know, from over the last year of play, I still don't see enough to get us over that hump. Even if we do qualify. It's like an early group round exit at this point, depending on what kind of group we get.
0: I feel like all the young, good players can't stay healthy now all of a sudden. Yeah. Like, Pooley's been hurt. Tyler Adams has been struggling, you know, to stay healthy. John Brooks has been hurt. McKinney, you know, hopefully he's been staying. You know, he's been sort of banged up a little bit, but it's just like, man. We need these kids to stay healthy, and we need them to keep playing, you know, overseas. We see so many in the uh, Bundesliga with Sargent and Pooley and, you know, McKinney. It's like they just need to keep playing, and they need to keep developing. Otherwise, we're just going to be in, you know, a world of hurt. I know. I'd like to see where Dest is going to
1: go because it seems like he's definitely 100% fallen out of favor with Ajax. Yeah, with him choosing the U.S. over the Netherlands, so which is so petty. It is, um, but it'd be interesting to see where he ends up. Like, does he go? Does he go to Bundesliga as well? Because that seems to be a good stop for these U.S. kids. It's like a little bit before the Prem. It takes a big jump to get up to the prem. I mean, you see very little U.S. players of recent especially hit that level. Yeah. Uh, What, do we have two right now in Pulley and uh, Yedlin. Mm Mm-hmm. Yedlin can't even really stay healthy.
0: So. It's been tough for the U.S. guys here. Yeah. Everyone keeps getting banged up. I know. If they could keep developing the MLS, then maybe some of
1: these guys would come here and the – the travel would be a little bit less extensive, and yeah. they'd be able to be training at home. And
0: Yeah, I mean, I think we're still probably yeah. 10 years from MLS oh, yeah. being even like considered up to that oh, you know, step. Big time, big time. But I just want them to play, you know, if you're in the World Cup and you want to be good, you're playing the best players in the world, and the best players in the world are usually in either the Premier League, in Germany, or in Spain. It just is what it is. Yeah. It so, we'll trickle down in Italy and France. And, yeah. yeah. So we need those guys to play against them all the time so that when they do come up to the World Cup, they're prepared, and it's not like them playing against MLS players. That's my whole thing. Yeah. So, um, But speaking of the MLS, Javier Hernandez, a.k.a. Chicharito... Is just signed by the LA Galaxy. That's a beautiful thing. So another big step for the MLS. We see probably the most popular Mexican player, I would say, right? In the last yeah decent bit, right? Fifteen years, easily. Definitely the most um, accomplished. The way he played well in the Prem for many years here. Oh yeah. He was on United for a long, Manchester United um, for a while there, scoring goals, and now he makes his way to LA. And now they have a nice, it makes the El Trafico, um, AKA the game against LAFC, that much more exciting with two Mexicans headlining the show with Vela and against Chicharito.
1: Yeah, you see? I'm looking now at the uh, video, how crazy the airport was. No, it was when a wild. When he arrived, oh my God, they basically shut down lax or whatever airport it was at
0: (laughs) they shut down a terminal just for
1: him yeah and i mean he was making his moves like he was over there he was stopping and he was doing a lot of signing and but holy cow the the galaxy jerseys looks like on a lot of mexican fans because obviously that part of the country is they got a big uh they're very well established there man they are in absolute hog heaven right now with this kid
0: oh they're probably loving it what a
1: nice move for that franchise too after the way things ended with Zlatan and you kind of don't want to see it happen that way so yeah that was that's big for them
0: yeah I mean it sucks when he's not on your team because I feel like like I kind of predicted on the Tuesday show that it's probably going to be you know, Chicharito versus Vela in the uh, Golden Boot race. Oh yeah, I'm just definitely. gonna say that right now.
1: Definitely. Well, you hope so, right? And that was one article. They said he's got to be able to, like, he's got to bring goals. He's got to score. I it, think it can't just he's, be all the hype around. Like, I think he's gonna bring plenty of. Goals. He's gonna look reborn. Like his his days towards the end in the Prem, he was mostly like a header specialist and yeah,
0: you know, um, substitute. Yeah,
1: he's got he's got to find a way to be
0: the man here now and. I think he will. I think so. Yeah. I think, I don't think he would make the move if he knew he couldn't like come in and just like dominate. Cause he saw Vela do it. He was like, I, he's like, I'm just as good as Carlos Vela. We, he might be a little younger than I am, but I could still ball. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much the biggest MLS move here in the off season. And like we said in the opener, I, you know, we're starting. The MLS has started. We got, we got preseason camp um, kicking off uh, this week. We got everybody, probably most teams are going to head down to Florida or if you're out west, probably in Arizona, start hitting the, the actual field and start playing against other teams, Gaining, getting that game experience back here, um, having some of the new boys that some of your teams have signed, getting them acclimated, you know, it's great. Yeah, it's absolutely awesome. We're almost a month away from Yeah, just about. I see the man uh, 5 weeks from uh, opening opening game.
1: The man the myth the legend uh, Kyle Beckerman is returning to Real Salt Lake for one more go at it. Really? And, like season or game? Oh, season because he is approaching the appearance record for MLS which was is held by his former teammate Nick Raimundo, who just retired. So he has the opportunity with a full slate of games this year to possibly make and break the appearance record in MLS. And he's had a great career. Nice, Beckerman, yeah. Yeah, champion, uh, was a U.S. player, multiple-time All-Star. Uh, cool. So, yeah, it's kind of cool to see him making one last chance. I like him with the dreads and the – he's he's a cool dude.
0: Yeah, he was uh... – it's funny that he used to be – like our number one center um, yeah. defensive midfielder yeah. at one point there. Oh. It's like, whoa. Yeah. That's kind of,
1: and that Kyle, Beckerman. I don't want to take anything away from him. Cause he's, had, no, a, no, he's no. had a great MLS career, but on a world stage when you're, uh, when he's your, here, <laughs> like your top,
0: it's like, whoa, really? That's rough, man. <laughs> no, I mean, Hey, I always liked him. I'd never really had an issue with uh, Kyle Beckerman. I think it's pretty good. I think it's a good story. Yeah, great story. I'm surprised he's even coming back, honestly.
1: Yeah, I guess they gave him an opportunity and said that
0: playing time would be there. That's fine. I'm about it. I'm about that. Shh, 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 What did I see about Timmy? Timmy Howard. What, is he going to play somewhere still? Oh, he announced that um, he's going to be the GM of the Memphis 901s in the USL.
1: That's cool. Staying in the game,
0: yes. Getting in the,
1: uh, getting in that role is cool.
0: And I did not know this about Tim Howard. Fun fact: Tim Howard. Fun fact, um, minute. In 2018, he became part owner of English fifth tier club Dagenham, Dagenham and Redbridge. Really? Yeah. So he owns stake in that team. Okay. Interesting. So fifth tier. <laughs> championship league one league two like the national league right yeah i guess it's that the the national fourth tier (laughs) i don't know
1: way to go Timmy! yeah it's like class a ball i guess like if you compare Eh. it to baseball yeah probably worse yeah price a (laughs) like rookie league yeah no well what's my my team uh South, Salisbury, Salisbury—they're in like League Seven, right? It's I like, was to say it's like, like semi, yeah, it's semi-pro. It's <laughs> like the last
0: league of semi-pro before you go up to pro. I love it. Yeah, they're in the National League, Dagenham and Redbridge. They have a pretty dope nickname though—the Daggers. Damn it! Why can't I find it? Yes. So all our Dagenham and Redbridge fans out there are listening. <laughs> <laughs> You get the old blade sound effect. The old blade sound effect. It's daggerem. Let's run down the uh the FA Cup fixtures maybe a little bit before we uh before
1: we take it out here? Yeah. We have one last game, obviously, we talked about real quick, which is in the in round three. So this is that makeup game in the third round, and we're at halftime and Watford is trailing. Still one nothing. Train Mirror so Upset alert. Yeah. Like you said, it looks like Watford maybe mailed it in. Um, but we'll see. English FA Cup. So, real quick, I guess, not even touching the Prem teams. Starting on Friday, January 24th, you have Northampton against Derby, mm. which for all those who want to watch, see Wayne Rooney play. I'm sure he'll be in that game. Uh, so, that'll be cool. Then you have QPR against Sheffield Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So there's another nice QPR. Yeah, man. Um, looks like first prem team appearance will come on Saturday, 745 a.m., our good old breakfast game. There's even a breakfast game in the FA Cup. Who would have known? We weren't prepared for it. So we're going to skip the rooster or are we going to get the rooster in there?
0: Nice. <laughs> there we go. Breakfast. game. Snuck that in
1: there. Producer not ready. Uh, you got Brentford uh and Leicester. Brentford's pretty good this year. Brentford is pretty good this year and they get the home fixture against Leicester, so. Nicely done. Again, we don't know what kind of Leicester team you're going to see coming up because they I do have Carab- a ro-
0: rotated side definitely yeah. for this one. Cuz they
1: got Carabao Cup coming up. I think this is a good
0: time to rest some players, obviously with you know Jamie being a little banged up. This is a good time to give him some extra rest. Yeah, definitely. Get some of these young kids out
1: there and get them some playing time. Yeah. Um, and then we, going down the table, we got, what, Portsmouth and Barnsley. Barnsley are my man. Barnsley. Good old Barnsley. Let's we us go. Get we, out of
0: relegation, we, boys. <laughs> love, come
1: on. We're Barnsley fans over here. Uh, and then you got Coventry and Birmingham. Mm-hmm. Uh, first battle of two Prem teams, Burnley
0: and Norwich. Ooh. So, Burnley with the home fixture there. Uh, that could be interesting. I'd say I'd like to do, I don't know. I feel like Burnley
1: would, I guess. I guess, but I, I guess on the opposite of what it looks like Watford might be doing, maybe Norwich just says, "Eh, ah, fuck it. Like, we're They're going like, down we're going, regardless. Baby. Let's try and win an FA Cup. Like We're fucking going, man. Yeah, and throw the starters People out there. People are going
0: to. They're like, people are resting their starters, but we're going to start our starters all the time. Yeah. We're going to run them ragged, and they're going to be so tired. <laughs> yeah. uh, canaries never get tired, though, fun no, fact. Those canaries could fly forever. <laughs> yes.
1: Um, yeah. In a possible, what I could see, upset, you have Newcastle hosting Oxford United. Yeah. You've heard it here
0: first. You're, you're calling be, for Oxford. Don't
1: be surprised if Oxford United... Uh,
0: they are in fifth in League One, so yeah. they're having a pretty good season. They're not a bad
1: team. Again, it's going to be dependent on probably what Newcastle teams rolled out here for this competition. But I figure sooner, one of these Prem teams is going to lose. It's, it's almost inevitable. It
0: happens every time. Millwall-Sheffield, I like that one. Yeah. You think Millwall could sneak something by him Millwall's having a good season. I know they've been struggling a lot of you know recent years but they're i mean they're an eighth in the championship which is way better than what they've you know been doing yeah an eighth is only
1: a a win away from fourth or fifth basically i say i know that
0: i mean the championship has been pretty top heavy but recently west brom's been struggling like really bad yeah they got back
1: on top but then they went into a struggle again uh, Leeds is still sitting up there, only a point behind them right now. See, Leeds-West Brom need to keep winning. They all, ha- they both have a game in hand to Fulham, who's in third um, with 49 points, and then Forrest is right behind them, but with a game less played. Mm. So if Forrest can draw and or win in their next game, they will pass Fulham for that third place. So, yeah, And Brentford's what? You said fifth. So, Yeah, Brentford's up there. Yeah, Millwall. So, yeah, that could be an interesting game. Depends on what Sheffield wants to do. I feel like they're probably going to dumb it down a little bit too just because how good they're doing in the Prem.
0: I feel like it would be like how they played each other last season because literally Sheffield has pretty much the same roster. Yeah, <laughs> it's true, without a doubt. <laughs> they probably dummied Millwall though last year. So I don't know. Millwall at home, Could for those tough. that don't know, Millwall is actually right outside London. I did not know that mm-hmm. until I – saw a sign i was taking a bus tour again not to sound bougie or flex on anybody but when i was in london for the eagles game we took a bus tour i forget where but i saw signs i was it was like this way for millwall stadium i'm like what really that's kind of cool but millwall if you didn't see green street hooligans is known for their um hooligans (laughs) To say the least. To say the least, yes. To say the least. So. Wow. Oh, I saw Southampton, Spurs. Southampton,
1: Spurs. And the last time these two two teams met in the Prem, Southampton snuck away that one nothing win. Yeah. So, and Southampton does get the home game. That'd be interesting to see what Spurs team, Jose, <clears throat> rolls out there. Yeah. I mean, at this point, again, you got to start winning something. So, do they prioritize this? Yeah. And try and, you know continue on and, and get some kind of trophy this year. Yeah. Because it's not coming in the Prem, obviously. No. Even a top four is not looking so hot at all this year. Even top six could be in jeopardy the way I was gonna are say going.
0: with um with HK being hurt. Yeah.
1: Major and Then we got a battle of one team that might be going down and one team that might be coming up.
0: I see this. In West
1: Ham and West Brom. So this could be a telltale sign. A lot, of, a lot of us, including some of our fans on the A two D show, feel that West Ham might be in danger of going down. Looking at their projected schedule coming up and future schedule here,
0: yeah, um, and the way they've been playing, it's is, not uh it's not looking so hot for. Um, yeah, I mean, West the Bromhammers.
1: They've only won one out of their last five, with two I draws say West in Brom's there, been
0: but bad, yeah. But I mean, again, like I said, um, kind of looking at West Ham. That was brought to our attention. I forget the gentleman's name. I think Ryan something. Yeah, I think it was Ryan. Um, he was saying that the Hammers, uh, West Ham, had probably the best chance of obviously outside Norwich, and I think he said, "What was the other one?" Uh, he he thought uh, Bournemouth, Bournemouth, Norwich, Norwich and, and West Ham. West Ham. I
1: think. And I was going with.
0: Norwich, Brighton, West Brighton. Ham, and
1: Brighton as probably my three. Maybe yeah. Bournemouth on the outside.
0: I mean, West Ham plays Liverpool. They get a winnable game at home against Brighton. That was the one game that I think that they have a shot.
1: Yeah, that was the one we said that. <laughs> then they play
0: City on the road. Then Liverpool. Again, then Liverpool right? on the road. <laughs> then home to Southampton. Tough. Then they play Arsenal on the road. Wolves at home. Spurs on the road. And then Chelsea at home. They got their work cut out for them. And, and that's, that's up until s- April.
1: Yeah. That's just to stay up. Yeah. That's not even for anything.
0: So I agree with our friend and our, our viewer, Ryan, who said, West Ham probably it's not looking great. They really got to pull something together here, too, because uh, that is a gauntlet. Yeah, big time. <laughs> big time. Um,
1: What's our next? Uh, Reading cardiff Reading cardiff That nice. should be an interesting game. Then – your Blues have to go yeah, on the Hull. road and play Hull,
0: which I don't even know. I don't know what to think anymore. <laughs> I really don't. I really do not know what Chelsea team is going to actually show up for the game. I don't. Yeah, it's I I won't say the words because every time I say those words, you guys lose. So
1: <laughs> I will Not say good.
0: That. I'm not going to say you have to I'm win not confident <laughs> going into said game against um, Hull. Yes
1: and then uh what do we got man city at home against fulham yeah so that's no go for yeah i mean fulham was just in the league last year so i guess the only thing they could say is they might have a little knowledge of
0: city right um they have been playing pretty well of lately in fulham's good the championship but uh it's a whole different animal against even a probably rotated
1: city side yeah you'll still get a few starters in there and yeah, rotated means you get to see Gabriel Jesus instead of Aguario this, this time. Bummer. So, yeah. Pick which one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, probably won't see Laporte. Maybe. Maybe nah. not. Probably not rush I would him say no. Just coming off the injury, probably not. Um, but it still shouldn't matter. City should handle them.
0: Pretty, so I guess, pretty what well. is it? The winner of the Tranmere-Watford game gets United. United at home.
1: Yeah. So actually, our boy, and I know he went to bed already over in England, but I guess he's a hardcore Tranmere fan right now. That's why he was posting the scores and stuff for us too. Because if Tranmere, he's could like, hold come on, on we this, want to go to Tranmere. Yeah, that's pretty much a guaranteed into the fifth round. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it should be a guaranteed into the fifth round no matter which one of these teams wins the game um, for United. I don't even know. But you don't, you don't know, and <laughs> it, it's it's tricky anymore uh, because of the lineups. And you don't. The thing is, we talk about these, and it's like we we. Obviously want to predict and take a guess of who's going to do what, but without being able to see the lineups ahead of time, because lineups are usually revealed an hour ahead of the game, sometimes it's tough because if teams decide to not run a solid lineup out there, like I would have easily said Watford wins this game until I looked at the lineup and said, no, they're they're literally mailing this game in. They're just trying to stay up. Mailing in, boys. And then... Uh, What's the last game? Well... I think there's two more. Two more, I'm sorry. You got Shrewsbury Liverpool. Yeah, come on Shrewsbury. That's your last one on Saturday. Oh, that's right. There or is. Or so, oh. I'm sorry, Sunday. We had already moved to Sunday. The Man City Fulham, the Man United and the Shrewsbury Liverpool are all Sunday. And then there is a Monday night count or showdown. <laughs> yeah. B- Bournemouth Arsenal. Oh boy. <sighs> this is tough for you. Yeah. Not really. I I know. Arsenal. I'm gonna root for, oh, gonna You're root back. for Arsenal. <laughs> You're back. I I said I'd come back when they got rid of that moron. So
0: Arteta's back.
1: Arteta's here. Yeah, I wasn't even. I wasn't jumping back till Hoiberg was gone too. I like Hoiberg as a player, in all my years, uh, you know, watching them. But
0: yeah, Freddie, Freddie Loomberg, or what did I say? Hoiberg. P. M. L. Hoibig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Loomberg. I get it. Yeah. I knew what you were going. Bill Lumberg. About. Yes. <laughs> Billy
1: Loonberg. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Arsenal, that's a game that they should be able to go on the road and win. You'll see You'll see a rotated squad there, too. Probably see, like, I don't know, Reese Nelson. Rob Holding. Rob Holding. You'll see a few starters still, though, too. They're What's that Academy to, kid that Eddie will kid. play. Eddie will definitely start at striker, probably. Ah. Over Laka I think he's eligible to play in this can you play in that I
0: think because even if he played for Leeds yeah because Leeds is in the eliminated same tournament oh, are they because oh that's Arsenal right. eliminated him. oh yeah I'm
1: pretty sure I'll have to check the the ruling on that but I'm pretty sure now that they're not in the tournament he's able to play he
0: wasn't allowed to play against them
1: no he didn't come actually I think he was still on Leeds when they played, and he wasn't allowed to. Yeah, he wasn't right. allowed to play. you allowed to play against your parent club. And literally, like right after that game is when they announced that he was coming back. So, right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Eddie and Ketchia.
1: Yeah, which leads me to believe that talking about transfer, that Obama Yang's probably on the move. And we said we saw some links, maybe to Barca.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's g out uh, there as a Obama Yang. This is time he's like, I don't know. I don't it's really sad. Feel like it's only been
1: like a year and a half. It hasn't been that long. Two years?
0: Yeah, probably two. Yeah. It's probably three now. His third. We're into tournament.
1: the third, yeah. He came from Dortmund in a mid-season. He was a January transfer from Yes, Dortmund. I do remember because he didn't want to play. Yeah, and we weren't allowed to use him against you in... I forget what tournament it was. It might have been... Uh, was it Europa League? Europa. Yeah, when we played you in Europa League. He was not eligible.
0: Yeah, so, I mean... That's kind of the uh, the FA Cup rundown. I know it's uh, it's a lot to take in, yeah. and some people might not care about the FA Cup. Well, fuck them. <laughs> we do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, we have to care about all these, all the uh, yeah, the especially, tournaments.
1: especially when we're talking Prem. I mean, it's the next closest thing as far as the tournament goes because you're all the Prem teams are in it. All the basically every team from England's in it when it starts. Right. Yeah. Um, from all the leagues. I
0: don't know. I... It's a it's a chance to kind of talk about something other than the prem. Yeah. Obviously, us being prem heavy, that if there's prem teams in something, we're probably going to talk about.
1: it. Yeah, and as a fan, it gives you a chance usually to catch some you know, and it's a, it's some players that you might
0: not see on a regular basis, some right. kids that are coming up, some... and it's exciting to maybe watch for upsets. Oh, and, I love upsets. And it's when there's no league play, at least we have something to watch. Yes. not like those stupid international breaks where. You're just twiddling your thumbs on a Saturday and Sunday.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to watch a friendly between Sweden
0: and Tanzania. That's tough. <laughs> <laughs> Those two, yes. Yeah. But yeah, I know what you're saying. it's, uh, but at least we have something good to look forward to. Absolutely. And it's going on right now.
1: Yeah. Anything, uh. And the
0: league's going on right now. It's all going on right now. It's halftime. Wolves and Liverpool won nothing. The poo. And Tranmere's still up on Watford, one nothing in the 56th minute.
1: Well, we'll have some reaction to that, I
0: guess, on the next show. Yeah, we'll kind of, um, I don't know, anything else uh, you can think of?
1: Nothing glaring to me, no. I'm kind of, I think we've covered pretty much all the bases right now. I mean, we could go nutty. We could talk all day about this. Oh, yeah, you for know sure. That. We could yeah. get into Copa del Rey going on right now. and I mean, there's... There's stuff going on all over the world, but I think for, for today and what we need to cover, we've covered a pretty good portion of...
0: Yeah, and I'm, we've had a lot. We've had three shows, well, yeah, basically. technically four in the last like, week, so yeah, we've been really rocking and rolling, and our well, yeah. brains are probably fried of thinking of the different fixtures that are coming up. And... A little
1: spent, a little spent, but that's all right. Yeah, it's
0: no, it's 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 a good thing though, because again, we could be on the opposite side and s- say that there's no games, or what happens in May when the Prem is no more. Yeah. Then we're like, oh, we miss it, and we can't wait to start up again. Well, I implore everybody um,
1: tomorrow, if you get a chance and you have the right channels or subscriptions, uh, your team is playing FC Cologne.
0: Yes, Dorman. And,
1: uh, Get a chance to see this kid play live because you know he's going to be in the lineup. Probably yeah. he probably gets his first start tomorrow. I would assume so. After what he did in a substitute role, and, yeah, he's and it's the been first, able to train
0: and get acclimated. It's the first home game for Dortmund since the winter break. So yeah, this is a perfect time to run your new toy up. out yeah. there. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so
1: if anybody gets a yeah, chance, watch, check uh, that
0: game out. Watch a little Dortmund
1: action. Yeah, I, watch watch him get another hat trick. This time a, a Bundesliga certified hat trick. He will score,
0: I'll make that crazy prediction. Oh yeah. He's definitely getting one. If he
1: starts that game, he's <laughs> definitely getting one against FC Colton.
0: But yeah, definitely um <laughs> it's definitely a game to keep an eye on two young players that are just studs with Jaden Sancho and um Aaron Holland. Yes. Two guys that you will
1: see in the Prem in Due time. Due time. But yeah. Probably Sancho sooner
0: than later. <sighs> I would agree. Sorry. <laughs> But, yeah, we've talked enough today. I think there was uh, good stuff.
1: I still have some birthday celebration I got to get done. Yesterday was my birthday. I was going to
0: say happy birthday to Brian. Thanks, man.
1: uh, I'm not a big birthday fan at this point anymore.
0: Yeah. It's kind of
1: stopped in my mid-20s. But everybody else felt they needed to celebrate for me. Everyone's
0: (laughs) always excited. They're like, yeah, happy birthday. You must be so stoked. And it's like, meh, not really. I mean, yeah. I didn't really do anything yesterday. I had breakfast with my
1: mom. I had dinner with my dad. There you go. And went to a job interview in between. So, What
0: more can you ask for? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Exactly. But, yeah. Um. we move moving on. But, yeah, so uh, we will be back um, our usual Tuesday on A2D 5 to 630. Yes. And then we will be back here on Thursday doing our usual thing here. Know it. Um we'll be talking about the FA Cup again. We'll be talking about the upcoming fixtures in week twenty five coming up as well. So I guess, yeah, I mean that's basically it, bros.
1: Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Thank Bro, you guys. Bros and gals if there's bros and watching. gals, yeah. Yes. Of
0: course. Can't forget our women. I can't here. forget the women.
1: <laughs> you always forget the women, you're always getting in trouble. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, f- Fuck. All right. On that note, uh, um, we're out of here. We will see you guys next week. Watch some NWSL. Yeah, of course. Late. <laughs> see ya.